Jesus in the everyday me and you. The good news and shoes. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. What good are angels that you can't see? On the next edition of Renewing Your Mind, Dr. R.C. Sproul will teach us about the ministerial role of angels during the days of Elisha and later in the life and ministry of Jesus. Join us on this station for the next Renewing Your Mind with Dr. R.C. Sproul. Heard at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Monday through Friday on WCNO. A1 Auto Care of Hope Sound is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Dave and Esther Morgan have been serving Treasure Coast motorists since 1986 with the best in automotive care. A1 Auto Care is located across the railroad tracks at the next crossing south of Bridge Road in Hope Sound. A1 Auto Care is available at 546-6667 where honesty is their only policy. That's 772-546-6667. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Zechariah was a prophet in the time of Haggai. And they both prophesied to the children of Israel that were actually coming back to Israel from being held in captivity in a nation called Babylon. Everybody knows uh, if you have any, if you've studied anything in the Bible, then you know that the children of Israel and the children of Judah were taken captive into a nation uh, called Babylon. And they were returning home back to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. And what we see here is God was dealing with people who had promises that really hadn't completely manifested yet. They had a promise on the inside of them, but it hadn't come to pass yet. They started out well, but in the middle of the journey, they ended up somewhere in the ditch. Can anybody identify with that? Come on, we have some good starts, don't we? We know how to start out something with enthusiasm and seal, and we're going to do this, and we're going to take the city, and we're going to build this, and we're going to do that, and then about halfway through, you go, I don't know why I ever got mixed up in that mess. Now, that ain't none of y'all in here this morning, is it? <laughs> Anybody in here today ever had something you thought should be taken care of by now? Yeah. Something you should have finished by now? You thought some things should have been over by now? You thought you should have been through some things by now? You thought you might have gotten through whatever it was that you've been going through, but you ain't gotten through what you were going through. You're still going through what you thought you should have been through? Yeah. Huh? Am I helping anybody yet? Yes, sir. And we thought maybe some things would have manifested in our life by now. Amen. When we thought about it and we dreamed about how things would be, you know, it just hasn't necessarily come to pass the way we thought it would be. Amen. In fact, Scripture says when they came back, Ezra said our enemies hired counselors to frustrate our purpose. There are people that were actually hired to mess them up. Huh? Anybody ever feel like the devil went down to, what do you call that thing down there, manpower or the labor force and hired some people to frustrate your purpose? Yeah. Around every corner you're getting resistance. Uh-huh. Are you dealing with opposition? Well, if that's you, you're probably in the right place today. Touch somebody and say, I think I'm in the right place today. Has anybody ever felt like your mess? We can take ownership of our mess, can't we? Has anybody ever felt like your mess has disqualified you from God using you? 
If that's you too, then this message is for you. Go ahead and look in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And the Lord said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. And then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, See, I have removed your iniquity from you. And I will clothe you with rich robes. And I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and they put the clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Praise the Lord. Romans 8 verse 1, one of my favorite passages in all the Bible. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for entrance, God, to every heart of every believer. I thank you for truth that transforms our life. Lord, I thank you, God, Lord, that you give us truth and revelation today that brings us from where we are and takes us to where you want us to be. Lord, I thank you that the precious blood of Jesus has already forgiven. It's already cleansed. It's already washed. And Lord, we receive this morning everything, God, that you've done for us. We receive it by faith. We walk in faith this morning. And we declare the riches of God and the glory of God in our lives today. Lord, I pray, God, you put me on like a coat and wear me today. Lord, let me be an oracle and an instrument of your praise, an oracle and instrument of your teaching, an oracle and an instrument of your anointing. Let it flow through me, God, and let it deliver and change each and every one of us in this house today according to your will and your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Say this with me. I have a purpose. I have a purpose. Now, in order, and this is important for all of us here this morning, in order to discover the purposes of God in our life every day, there's a few things that we need to know and a few things that we need to understand. We can have purpose this week, but how many know as we walk through the journey, the purposes of our life through that day change? Because God's doing something new tomorrow. So the purpose and the direction of God is always leading us closer into the kingdom of God. But our daily purposes through our daily walk are changing through the day. Because God might want you just to say a kind word to somebody. He might want you to pray for somebody. He might want you to help somebody get set free from some stuff. So our purposes, our individual purposes in our lives are changing from day to day as we're walking on this journey. But we do have an overall destiny in God. We have an overall plan in God and it's his will for our life. Somebody say it's his will for my life. His will for my but in order to understand what the purposes of God in our life, there's a few things that we need to know. There are some things we need to learn about ourselves because we don't know everything about ourselves. How many ever shocked yourself? How many said something and said, I can't believe I said that? How many ever done anything and said, I can't believe I did that? Who do I think I am? Huh? You didn't go that far, did you? Because then it borderlines paranoia, schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, dear. We might have to get you some of them pills that we can't even pronounce. But there are some things that we need to learn about ourselves. There's some things that we need to learn about our relationship with God. And there's some things we need to know about how our enemy operates in order to destroy us. I mean, it's good to know the strategy of the enemy. Now, we don't want to glorify the enemy, but we need to know what he's up to. Okay? Because I don't want you running and hiding from the devil because there's no need to run and hide from the devil because you've got authority over the devil. He's already been defeated. He's a defeated foe. It's, he's lost the war. Amen? So we're not going to glorify the devil, but we need to understand how his deception works in order for us to have victory over the deception that comes. Amen? 
And how many know the strategy of the devil really hasn't changed since the garden? He's using the same ploy, the same strategy. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a manipulator. And he operates primarily through the power of suggestion. He just dangles out a little hint or a little suggestion to entice you. Anybody ever been enticed? I get enticed every time I drive by a steakhouse and I smell them grilling. This power of suggestion that he operates in usually comes in the form of questions in our lives. And they're the kind of questions that make you feel insecure about yourself or uh, they make you feel insecure about the things that you have, your talent or the things that you own. Amen. That way, if he can get you to quit believing who you are and where you are, then you become very easy prey for his manipulation or very easy prey for what we would call a demonic attack. Amen. Everybody still with me? Yes, sir. How many of you know this morning that Jesus has already taken care of every issue of your life? Isn't that true? He's already taken care of it. So one of the challenges that I face in my life is for me to become who I really am. I am in the state of becoming. Someone say, I'm in the state of becoming. So the challenge is, is that I become who I really am, who God's designed me to be. Because how many know in Christ you are already complete? In Christ, you are already healed. In Christ, you are already a champion. In Christ, you are already an overcomer. In Christ, he's already done everything. We just have to be in him. That's where our identity rests. Anybody remember the series we did on identity theft? We spent four weeks talking about identity theft. Amen. How many know we've overcome by the blood of Christ? You've overcome by his blood. That means that you are already more than a conqueror. You already got it done. It's already under your belt. You're already wearing the ribbon. You already got the medal. You got the trophy. You are more than a conqueror. It says right on the trophy on your wall, you are more than a conqueror. I mean, that's what your daddy says about you. Amen. Amen. You can sing it. You can shout it. You can believe it. Amen. But if I'm being honest this morning, I got to look at myself and realize that just because I got saved, everything didn't change when I got saved. Amen. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to go through some stuff. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes, and how many know we really do people a disservice in their life when we don't tell them the truth? We don't give them the whole truth. We sugarcoat it. We give them all the good stuff, but we don't tell them any of the hard stuff. Amen? We tell people when Jesus comes into your life, everything's going to be changed. Well, Truth Church, here's some real truth for you. Y'all ready for some real truth this morning? That ain't true. We know that if you've spent any amount of time being in the body of Christ, we know that. Most of us realize the change of perspective on things in our lives because our spirit man is born again. So we see a perspective shift in our life. We begin to see things different and we don't see things the same way anymore. But how many of you know the stuff a lot of times that we deal with is still there in the flesh? Just because you got saved don't mean that you stop sinning. Just because you got saved doesn't mean that you stop thinking the wrong way. Come on, there's a process. Amen. How many know we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body? Let's say that together. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. The body is my earth suit. That's this flesh and blood that's getting older and dying, going to be put in the ground one day and turned back in the dirt. It's full of decay. It's getting older. It's getting uglier. It's getting fatter. The longer you live, the more you can feel the consequences of death in it. Amen? Your bones don't work so good no more. You creak a little bit. It's harder to get out of bed. You sleep harder. You snore louder. Come on, things begin to change. You ain't as pretty as you used to be. You're not as spry as you used to be. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about this morning. Amen? Because the older you get, the more you lose, huh? You lose memory. Uh, what's your name again? You lose mobility. 
You lose quickness and sharpness. It just starts going away from you. The body that you are wearing right now, this one body, that you don't get a replacement body in this life. you got to wait till you get to the next life. Then you get the new edition. You get the supernatural edition of what you got now. But the one you got right now is decaying. Amen? It's not as quick as it used to be. It's not as sharp as it used to be. Amen? How many realize the body that you showered and dressed this morning is not the real you? The face that you shaved this morning is not the real you. It's just the house that you live in that the Lord has given you for this dimension of time that we're living in. Amen? But you are a spirit and you are designed to be in a relationship with God. And he gave you a soul which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Amen? It's the place of decision-making. It's where we make choices. It's the arena of emotions. And, and, and until the fall of mankind, your soul was designed to serve your spirit. Your soul was put there to serve your spirit so that you could experience God, so that you could fellowship with God, so that you could commune with God, reason and think like God. It was meant to serve your spirit so the purposes of God in your life would be carried out. That's what God created the soul for. But once man fell into sin and got flipped around with the spirit, the soul got flipped around with the spirit, the soul no longer served the spirit. The spirit began to serve the soul. And your mind and your will and your emotions took over. And we all know that's true today because we're some messed up people, ain't we? Without Jesus, we're a mess. And some of us with Jesus are still a mess. The arena of the soul took the throne of man's life. Amen? And now instead of being led by the Spirit, we're led by what? Our mind, our will, and our emotions. You make me feel. I think I will. I don't want to do that. I don't feel right. It's on the arena of the soul. Come on, am I helping anybody this morning? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3890.